Things are bad. We got some of the worst in dry wells. People are leaving town. Wagon trains are avoiding us. Even the trail herds are taking a different road. Pole looked out of the dust-streaked window of the office, fronting the jail. His eyes were an almost colorless gray, and the lines of his face deeply cut. His mouth was wide and firm. He let his gaze drift slowly along the street, down the rows of wood and brick buildings, and his thoughts moved back to other towns, other days. It was the same story, a raw village, growing and bursting at the seams and seeking law and order. And the merchants? They were just the same, too. They wanted that law and order and were willing to buy it, to hire it done at no risk to themselves. But that was all right. That was to be expected. That was the way of it. He swung back to the three men. You hired me. I'll handle it. Now be on your way and let me get at it. McCrate nodded and started for the door. Halfway there, he paused. I hope, he began, and let the words die on his lips. Shrugging then, he moved on, followed by LaForge and Hale. Need me a room, Pole said to the hotel keeper as he passed by. You can put me up. Hale said, All fixed for you, Marshal. Number five. Keys at the desk. For several moments, Pole stood quiet, listening to their footsteps dwindle off. Alone then, his own doubts lifted anew and had their strong undermining way with him. They turned him uneasy and chipped away relentlessly at his confidence. Time was against him. Time had slipped in stealthily like a skulking Indian, doing things to him. It had laid a greater caution upon him, and had colored his judgment, perhaps. But it had brought no fear with it. There was only a wavering uncertainty of his own abilities. One thing was in his favor. Men's minds change but little and the workings of a man's mind were as familiar to him as the fingers of his own hand. He knew what they thought, what they most likely would do under given circumstances, and that in itself was a powerful weapon, a strong ally. Youth had its advantages, but with age came experience, and maybe that counted most of all in this business of law enforcement. He shrugged then, moving his thin shoulders with a slight impatience. He was weary of his own thoughts, tired of considering such things. He needed a bath and he needed to lie down for a little while. It had been a long ride. He left the office and walked the short distance to the hotel. Getting his key, he made himself comfortable in his room, substituting a washdown from the tin bowl for a bath, and slept. When he appeared later in the dining room, he had left off the coat and vest and had exchanged the broadcloth trousers for some of a darker, hard-finished cord material. The string tie was still at his throat, and he wore his shirt sleeves full length, cuffed with gold bullet links. A gun, not visible before, hung in its holster on his right hip, its worn and polished handle lifting high out of the leather. He selected a table near the back of the room, ordered, and then sat idly, watching through the open door the steady flow of people in the street. A few, coming into the dining room, attracted by the silver shine of light upon his hair, 
touched him curiously with their brief glances and passed on. Hale came over and spoke, commenting on the weather, and drifted on. The meal arrived, and he ate slowly, enjoying the food. Through, he arose, paid his check, and stepped out into the dusk, savoring those last few minutes of obscurity. He took up a position at the corner of the hotel, reached into his pocket, and withdrew the star McCrate had given him. He pinned it on his left breast, feeling at once the weight of its implication and obligations. From that instant on, he was a marked man, one set apart and away from the society of all others, good and bad. For in such times the end result was always questionable, and each faction feared the retaliation of the other should their cause fail. He stood there, building himself a brown paper smoke, taking in the glances of men and women, moving on.